views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone, what a great show we got coming up for you. This is one of my favorite topics and also one of my least favorite topics because this is not necessarily in my wheelhouse, I'm going to tell you right now. That's why we have Coach Heather Lynn joining us here today. Love Seeker Radio with my friend and my colleague, Heather Lynn, here. And here's what I want to say about it, finding love for your authentic self. Why? Because today we're going to be talking about how to find the love that each of us deserves, right? And what are some of the pieces of wisdom? And, you know, you, you know, for me, this has never been really my strong suit. I'm just telling you right here. And not only is this what Heather does, but she's got an inner circle that open up to love coaching program. It's a six-month program online. We're going to talk about that. And we also are giving away a 30-minute love strategy ses- session and ebook, Secret Ways You're Sabotaging Yourself in Love. And I don't know if you're out there thinking about, yep, yep, I think they're talking about me today. Uh, yeah, this is what it is. You can go to heatherlyncoaching.com to find out more. But this is, this is a conversation with someone, someone that is all about love seeker and what does that mean well she's known she's known for her work in stepping out you know and taking out a message about what it means to understand the nature of being a love seeker and how is it in her life that she has been able to conjure up this amazing innovative perspective to being an just an incredible relationship coach professional life Beyond all of that, this hit show with this message is something that many of us are waiting for. You know, have you felt broken in your relationships? What about the increase now in the divorce rate that parallels the economy? What are people going through? Are you feeling twisted? Well, this is where we get some help from somebody that knows quite a bit about this and so today get ready to understand what the four keys to find in love are and you know what there is a formula here but you got to be willing heather lynn thank you heather this is great topic thank you for joining me here today thank you pat i'm excited to be here today this is one of my favorite things to talk about so i think it'll be a really fun show and hopefully we can get the message out that yeah 
Well, let's start out with the, a little question, you know, about Love Seeker, because there's some people saying, nope, I'm not into it. And I just had this chat with you before the show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I'm not, I'm not really doing it. But let's ask this question. I mean, let's say the love of our life showed up on our doorstep. Are we going to say no? I don't know. Maybe we are. But if they do show up on our doorstep, do we even know what to do with that? That's so funny. I always ask. My my client is one of the first questions I ask them is uh-huh. if this person showed up and you just knew it was the right person, are you ready? And I, you know, I think that answering that question and, and getting in touch with a really quiet place in our hearts and, and our truth, you know, the inner truth that we all have the potential to tap into. Mm-hmm. If that is saying no, you know, within there, there's something for us to see there. And I think this is a really beautiful opportunity you know, if, and if your heart is screaming yes, but it's not showing up in your life, then there's also a beautiful opportunity to learn something about about yourself and, and what's keeping you from getting that that type of love. I, you know, this is cool. So now, look, I am going to sit here and listen because I'm probably going to take a few notes on this. Uh, so, and you know, who doesn't want to get this right? You know what I'm saying? I don't think any of us raise it. So, you ever been in an audience and you say to people, right, Heather? Anybody out there, raise your hand if you really want to attract heartbreak. I mean, does anybody ever raise their hand for that? But it shows up. So what are the four keys to finding that love? Well, it's going to sound deceptively simple. Uh, Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) So (laughs) the four keys are self-discovery. And I'll go back and give you a little detail on each of these too. But self-discovery. Uh, knowing oneself so those are two different different steps and I'll, I'll make a distinction between those in just a second and then authenticity so my my biggest message for everybody is that authenticity is is finding love for who you are without having to change anything about yourself mm-hmm. um, and then you, you have to have the belief um, so those are the four keys so it's self-discovery knowing knowing yourself authenticity and then having belief mm-hmm. All right. Tell me about the discovery part. Because, you know, I think when you get to be my age, you think you figured yourself out. But I'm a little bit baffled today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that self-discovery piece, you know, I think logically from our ego mind, we think we know ourselves and we think we understand ourselves really well. And we could probably rattle off, you know, the qualities that we have and our interests and, and what's important to us. But this type of self-discovery is a little bit different. So it's more about really tapping into um, what's going on in that deeper part of our minds, you know, when we're interacting with someone on a romantic level or when we're avoiding or interacting with someone on a romantic level. And we can even learn these things through our friendships and our family relationships and the dynamics between ourselves and our our bosses or, or um, coworkers, uh, where you're really discovering what your reactions to these people and these situations are showing you about yourself. So every single interaction can be an opportunity for you to discover to discover something about uh, how your unconscious mind is working. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just it's a beautiful process and, and to learn how to do it, it 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 just takes, that um, the awareness of your thoughts, you know, being able to stop in the moment and really think, gosh, what what's coming up for me right now? And and I'm feeling this emotion. I'm I'm triggered by this situation. And what is that really pointing to? 
uh, deep inside of myself, not my preferences, you know, not that I, people who are uh, confrontational bother me, you know, that might be something that triggers us, but why, what is underneath that um, about ourselves that, um, that we get triggered by that type of person? Yeah. I mean, you know, part of this is really figuring out for so many people that there is even a trigger. So can we talk for a minute about a trigger and what it is? Because I I think we hear the term so often, right? Mm -hmm. And we start to do things that, you know, we think, wow, why did I do that? Or why do I feel this way? I walked into the room and I looked across the room and I, I just eyeball that person and, oh, you know, they did something strange and now I feel like leaving here or the opposite. Can you talk about some of the triggers, what they are and how they might show up? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love triggers. <laughs> actually, <laughs> and when they happen in my life, I, I, I'm actually so grateful for them because I now I know how to use them and see them as a way to discover myself better. Um, so essentially a trigger is any sort of reaction, emotional reaction, it can be positive or negative. It doesn't have to always be negative. But what's happening is in that situation, there's a part of ourselves that is being sort of um, awakened or, or poked at, you know. For, uh-huh. It's like an old part of ourselves um, or a part of ourselves that we haven't honored or, or discovered um, and, and released. And so when, when we're in these situations with people, it's not that that person is is doing something that's frustrating us or making us sad. It's that they're doing something that's that's digging up an old an old part of ourselves or a part of ourselves that we haven't even even um, offered the opportunity to open up to. Um, so, a lot of my work is based on the work of Carl Jung, and and I uh, work with the idea of projections. You know that every every event in our life is essentially neutral. But our reactions, our emotional reactions to them are coming from that deep part of ourselves, of our unconscious mind. And so if we learn how to use those that trigger the reaction and we can see our projection onto the situation or onto this person, um, then we, we can see something about ourselves. So, for example, for me, um, I often in my past dated men who were emotionally unavailable. You know, they would hold me at a distance. And they would keep it, keep our relationship in the casual zone for as long as they could. Mm-hmm. And I would be so triggered by that. And when I finally stopped to get in touch with the emotion, so the emotion is really what we want to work with. Yeah. I, when I finally stopped and got in touch with that emotion, it was this, this um, deep-seated fear of abandonment. Mm-hmm. But it was also, on the flip side, a, a fear of intimacy. You know, I... So I got to discover that I'm actually part of me is really afraid of that vulnerability that's required to be in relationship. Yeah. And so yeah. once I saw it, so that's just self-discovery, you know, and then once we see these things, we get to practice how to, we get to practice changing them. You know, we see them about ourselves and it's the knowing that's important. It's not to, to, to fix it. It's just to right. know, oh, I have this fear inside of me or I there's a part of me that you know is rebellious or there is a part of me that that isn't always nice and and those are things that I need to sort of move towards and and use to my advantage 
I love it. We're going to talk about this and we're going to go through these. Uh, you know, this is so important to really understand what is happening, you know, and how does or why does knowing oneself help us to find love? We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this. And then how do we go about it? You know, thanks to Heather Lynn joining me here today. This is Love Seeker Radio. We're going to take a short break. And also, um, I would like to open up the phone lines. I mean, what do you got going on in your love life right now? 1-800-930-2819. You want to get some help? Are you stuck? You don't know what to do? Give us a shout. Get some get some free advice here on the show. 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, yep, knowing yourself, knowing oneself. Yeah, this is where it starts. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety can attack or creep up on us at the most inopportune moments, which makes us feel powerless and out of control. However, anxiety is a basic feeling that is created by our mind. Understanding some do's and don'ts about anxiety is a first step to demystify this emotion and regain control. The more we know about a challenge, the more we can find ways to overcome it. Let the transition begin. Tune in to the hit show, Majestic Insights Radio, Success for Life's Transitions, with host Carrie Keith. Carrie is a gifted intuitive coach, healer, and teacher who will lead you through her empowering techniques of ancient wisdom and awareness so you can live your happiest, healthiest, and most vibrant life. Let Carrie teach you the tools of transformation that will help you experience success for all of life's transitions. To learn more about Carrie, visit www.majesticinsights.com. Are you feeling broken from your relationships? Are you second-guessing yourself about friends, family, and lovers? Tune in to the hit show that's creating a buzz in the love-seeking community. Love Seeker Radio, finding love for your authentic self with renowned love coach Heather Lynn. Tired of dissatisfying relationships? Kiss them goodbye and power up your love-seeker energy. Coach Heather Lynn reminds you that you can just be you, the beautiful and perfect you. Visit heatherlynncoaching.com to learn more. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Tune in to the hit show Masters Chambers with your trusted friend Connie Fife. Mondays, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Each week, Connie will connect you with the best of the best thought leaders from around the globe to share their strategies and best practices. Getting better together. To book Connie, visit ConnieFifeSpeaks.com. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
one of my favorite J-Lo songs. That is one of my favorite ones. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Heather Lind uh, joining me here. Hey, before we kind of go on and talk about this more, I know that we've got a number of things that you're offering for folks, giving them some help and special offers for folks. Can you just take a minute? Uh, because we get so we get going on these conversations and we might forget to to tell folks what you're uh, paying forward. Of course. Yeah, I'd love to. So starting this coming Monday on Labor Day, actually, I'm uh, opening up an inner circle and it's a six month coaching program that includes three calls per month. Um, and it's just really an awesome program to help people get unstuck from these patterns that they don't like and to really go through these steps of self-discovery and, and learning how to live in authenticity and how to really believe in love again. Uh, and I would love to offer for anyone who who's listening today a $100 off per month with that program. So it's a $600 discount or um, uh, savings total. And all you have to do is mention that you heard this program on the radio. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll honor that that price yeah Yeah. i just want to spread the word and support as many people as i can super Um, yeah yeah Uh, well you know here it is and i made a comment before that perhaps we can talk about later and the comment that i made before is that you know some folks have said that the divorce rate is just skyrocketing economy's good people are relooking things Uh, not everybody is running to get some help but we want folks to know that there is help so you're talking with us about these four keys. And we started out by this idea of self-discovery, and now we're talking about knowing. And so the question mark is about knowing, you know, how does it, how does it help us here? You know, why does knowing oneself help us find love? I, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, this is, it's, it's probably, you know, self-discovery sometimes can feel a little bit uncomfortable because, we do have to take this really honest look at ourselves and, and start to see the parts of ourselves that maybe we're not very proud of, you know, and, and um, when we are hiding ourselves or, or hiding these things from ourselves and not looking at them, oftentimes they lead us to have a life that's out of balance. And so what happens when we start to open ourselves up in, and start to discover these things um, you know, when I started, for example, when I started to see this fear of intimacy and also this fear of abandonment, I mean, that's a really double-edged sword, you know, and a lot of people have those, those fears. Um, I, I, it allowed me to really see and understand so much of who I really am and how these things and, and everything else that I've discovered have, have been navigating the show for me. And so once we start to open up, through that self-discovery, the next step is to really have so much compassion with ourselves and accept our wholeness. You know, it really is that that kind of idea of the yin and the yang that we can't we can't ignore one side of ourselves for the sake of the other. Um, and so, as we as we learn these these things about our unconscious mind and what's keeping us stuck. Um, we get to really love and accept, okay, this is who I am. And, and um, then that's how we begin to show up in relationship is, is, is in this wholeness rather than being compartmentalized. Mm. 
Um, I wanted to ask you about, you know, what do we do when we get this information? So let's let, you know, let's talk about a specific example. Um, you know, I know you work with people all over the world and I know that we show up and we're, we don't even know, Heather, this is what I love about this. We don't even know what we don't know. And so we don't really understand the fact that you can help us show up authentically in life, right? Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, we know that you have so many people that you've seen walk through your doors, not even understand what that even means, right? And we think we think we are doing this already, right? We think we're we think we're doing this already. I mean, how did you discover this a for yourself, and how do you help people in this place of knowing oneself? You know, take that next step. Am I showing up authentically, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a friend who said this. I she said, I, yeah, I'm having somebody come over. We're going to go out, and and she said, the next thing out of her mouth is, I didn't clean my house. And I said, okay. And she said, do you know why I didn't clean my house? Of course, this is not on my mind, Heather. This is not her, whether she cleans her house is not on my mind. She said, you're not going to ask me why I didn't clean my house. I said, "Uh, okay, why didn't you clean your house? She said, because, you know, when he shows up at my door, I want him to see me. Now, I don't know if that's the way to go about that, but I think I get what she's saying. How do you handle this with people that don't even know what authenticity means? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think my own story does speak to this in, in the sense that, you know, if, if there had been a hidden camera in my bedroom <laughs> or my house, you know, five years ago, you would have seen me just sobbing. You know, mm-hmm. the same pattern had happened to me again where I was in relationship and the person had disappeared and pulled back and mm. and I just was left thinking what did I do wrong you know and why does this keep happening to me and people's paradigms you know their stories they look different than mine but if you see that there is a repeated pattern or um, you're the type of person that you're in relationship with is often the same or they end in the same way mm-hmm. you know that is a beautiful place to start <laughs> and and really in my own story, it was that awakening moment where I thought, I'm the common denominator here. So there has to be something more than just thinking that these men are jerks and, and there's nobody good out there anymore. And um, and so I I took the step and I actually hired my first coach. And, and I think it was such a great step for me because like you said, sometimes we don't even know how to how to look at ourselves objectively and and where to start. But that's part of my mission here is to help as many people know how to do that, you know. So so if you're seeing a repeated pattern in your life, yeah, you know, sit down and, and write it out. I find this so helpful if you actually write it out and look at it to see if there's an overarching theme there, mm-hmm. you know. Do you feel suffocated in relationships with people who are too nice? You know, are you attracted to the bad boy? Are you, um, do you stay with someone that you aren't necessarily, you know, that you don't necessarily respect or feel connected to? And, mm-hmm. and I think these are the, this is where we start. And then the, we go backwards from there and say, okay, so if I'm choosing relationships that are like this, and by choosing, I mean on an unconscious level, you know, being in these relationships and being attracted to this type of situation. Um, right. 
what might this be saying about me? You know, what might this be pointing to? And I think the best thing to do is to, after we write that down and look for those themes, just find a quiet time and close your eyes and ask yourself some hard questions. You know, what is this pointing to? And I, I really believe um, that we we have to start navigating from our heart. We have to start navigating relationships from our truth and and um, I really think making our own hearts our own true north in all situations. And I don't mean that in like a diva-ish way. I mean in a here's my truth kind of way. And mm-hmm. that's where that self-discovery and knowing yourself comes from. And then the next step is once you do, once you do know yourself and like your friend who who was, you know, wasn't going to clean her house. Um, clean in the house. Yeah. You know, and I think that there's something in that where we can then show up in our dating experiences and our love lives as not, not making excuses for who we are, but just really presenting ourselves and saying, Mm -hmm. this is who I am. And, and I've seen this happen the opposite way. And I, I hate to bring up that word diva again, but I I think like that word. Yeah. I think there's a lot of charge behind that word. And I think Mm -hmm. the reason why is because being that way can be for some people a defense you know, and so when I when I talk about showing up authentically, it's from a really soft space, not mm-hmm. from a well, this is who I am, and you take it or leave it space. <laughs> it's, right. It's more a this is who I am, and I want to be loved for exactly this. Oh. Well, you know, and part of this, you know, also, yeah, for my friend, by the way, part of this is um, uh, her house not cleaned is better than most houses clean (laughs) just saying right there with that but you know but let's talk about this because she has a belief and you know this is the fourth thing we're talking about it's a belief she has a belief about herself she has a belief about what might or might not be expected and you know and beliefs are really now you know the cornerstone for many many conversations people are having not only about their lives and their relationships but it's about their vision and their future and what they believe in. And so when we come back from break, I would love for you to talk about, you know, belief and what does this mean? And, you know, if we are, if we do believe that we can have the love of our life at any age, right? You know, what is the strength of that belief better known as faith? Heather Lynn joining me here today of Heather Lynn Coaching. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Get ready for the belief muscle to be cranked up. We'll be right back. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. 
Okay, everybody, welcome back to Lime Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat, joined here by Dr. Nusheen Darvish. Dr. Pat Basili and Dr. Nusheen Darvish will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. I'm so excited to be talking about this. We have so much to share. Dr. Darvish and I are planning to do is connect the dots. People suffering with all sorts of chronic diseases, it's time. It is time for them to transform. Tune into Lime Talk Radio and help keep our mission strong. For the loyal listeners out there that have been listening to this incredible show on Lyme disease, we are not going to let you down. We're going to come through stronger and enrich the platform for Lyme disease awareness through Lyme Talk Radio. The message will continue. The conversations will become stronger and the healing epic. Do you want the freedom to spend more time with your loved ones? Travel the world? Live spontaneously? Get ready, because the Chip Justice Show is here. Hosts Dr. Pat Basili and Chip Justice can help you build meaningful success while embracing life. Living a life you love is the end game in this new, inspirational, and empowering show. Positive changes for a life you'll love. Tune in every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit PositiveChangeInstitute.co for more information. Enlightening, humorous, and compassionate. Listen live to The Kelly Ballard Show, insight and inspiration from the great beyond. Kelly is a fourth-generation medium and intuitive who covers topics ranging from grief, spirit guides, and listening to your intuition. Kelly can help you get answers and guidance from the other side with a little bit of humor and a lot of healing. Tune in to The Kelly Ballard Show, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, here on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Wow, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you here. Uh, Thanks to Heather Lynn Coaching, Heather Lynn joining us here today. Heather of Love Seeker Radio, for those of you out there. If you want to find out more, go to heatherlynncoaching.com. You know, we've got uh, so many things for you, and we just talked about special offer. But right now, for for one of you out there, we would love to give you a free 30-minute love strategy session and ebook. Uh, one of you out there, 1-800-930-2819. Yep, give us a shout. Uh, love strategy, you know, it doesn't matter. You're in relationship, you're not, it doesn't matter. 1-800-930-2819. Give us a call, Benny. We'll get your information. We'd love to give the first caller uh, that special gift. Um, Heather, you know, belief. I think this is so important for us to talk about belief. And it was actually, you know, the fourth key you mentioned. Uh, And belief can really take us on a long and winding road, or it could take us directly from point A to point B. And I would love to hear how this affects love and relationship. Mm -hmm. It's great. Yeah. So, it, it goes back to what what we're talking about with the self-discovery in, in some ways. You know, if you think about what rules you have for dating and for finding love and, and how you act in relationship, those can be pointed, pointing to some deeper belief you have about, about love. So, for example, if you have a rule of, um, you know, that you, the man has to, for women, you know, the man has to... to ask you out for a date, you know, five, five days ahead of time or something. 
Um, and, you know, men might have the rule that, well, a woman has to, you know, um, dress up for me or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, what the, what's really underneath some of those is, is these beliefs we have about love. Um, and I like to call them that these are kind of our core beliefs, our core love beliefs. Um, and when we're experiencing life, as I was saying earlier, you know, we're projecting meaning onto every situation. So if we're looking through the filter of these beliefs, then we're making meaning of all of our experiences and all of our interactions with other people from these core beliefs. Um, and it's not really a mantra thing. So uh, it's uh-huh. not that we want to swap them out for yeah. positive ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I used to have a core love belief that, that, um, I had to be perfect in order to uh-huh. be whole. And it's not that I want to swap that out and say, I am already perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think right. um, there's, there is some truth to, to, you know, being aware of our thoughts and, and seeing how many of them are positive and how many of them are negative. But, but just that the awareness of it is most important and saying, Oh, if I have a belief that I need to be perfect in order to be lovable, then how is that? showing up in my relationships? How is that altering how I show up in those relationships? Um, and what expectations is that forcing me to place on the other person? Um, you know, and so if we, if we become aware of, of these beliefs that we have going on, then we can see how they really do sway our experiences. Well, and, you know, let's talk about this idea of belief and what it means in terms of faith, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and I'm talking about, you know, the strength of our conviction, right? You know, the strength of our conviction. What do we believe? But now, how strongly do I believe it? So let's take the obvious and, and the conversation around this, Heather, right? I believe, I believe that I can find and will find the love of my life at any age. I believe I could do it. And so you hear that and you hear yourself saying that. And then there's the baseline of on a scale of one to 10, do you really believe, are you a 10? And this is really the tricky part of this because, uh, you know, as with many, many things in life that we want to attract, you know, I've said that doubt, it isn't fear that is the showstopper, right? Because all you got to do is read my, you know, my once friend friends you know book feel the fear and do it anyway and you know since she passed on that book is still a classic but it's doubt doubt is a little creepy thing and it creeps in can you talk to that this idea of having faith and what do you do when you get the doubt you get the doubt gene mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny i just wrote an article about this you know the difference uh-huh. between between bracing ourselves in relationship versus being in the flow and i i think the difference for me between doubt and faith is that the doubt is it's really from coming from our minds and from from overanalyzing or for, from intellectualizing uh, our experiences and i think what we want to talk about here is that the deeper part and as i was saying earlier that in your heart that the truth in your heart that you can access just by getting grounded and getting quiet and asking yourself some questions, you know, that, that part of ourselves that, um, is really yeah. always in flow, you know, yeah. that part that yeah. 
Yeah. It's, it's our minds and that's the nature of the mind. You know, the mind wants to keep us safe and, and it thinks it's doing the best for us by keeping us where we are. Um, because really success can be very scary. Love can be very scary because it, it, it forces us, us to shift and change our current paradigm. So the mind will resist moving forward or, or changing because even if it feels uncomfortable for us, for the mind, it's, it's what it knows and it's what's predictable and it's what's mm-hmm. safe. So, you know, when I talk about this belief and, and having faith and love, you know, if you truly believe, and I do, I do too, Pat, that you can find love at any age. Yeah. yeah. You can find love for exactly who you are. And, you know, all your only responsibility is to discover who you are and show up as that person. I mean, how freeing is that? Yeah. Um, you, you can see how that opens up so many doors, even just in the way that you interact when you are mm-hmm. going on dates or when you are in relationship with someone already. You know, I, I work with people who are, are already married and, and in these relationships and they're wondering why it's gone stagnant and, and a reopening up this faith and love and and belief that it can be beautiful again it just it's like this whole you know weight is lifted from them and that that pressure and and they begin to experience their partners in a different way again yeah and you know let's talk about this from a moving forward point of view you know i i mean i know that if somebody has this show up right as a part of their their life that makes them vulnerable you know, sometimes we need to work with somebody to be reminded or to get some coaching or get some advice. I want to ask you a question about um, what can happen to people uh, that, uh, look, here it is. And somehow, Heather, we attract, absolutely attract that thing which we really don't want to attract, but the attraction factor has kicked in, Right. Mm-hmm. Here we are now drawn to somebody for whatever reason that uh, that we think to ourselves, wait a minute, Heather, I know I didn't want this, but I got it. Now what do I do? I mean, I think this is one of the more common things that happens for folks. I know it's happened to me. It's like, oh, here we go again. How do you help people get to that place of discovery and knowing and, and you know, and belief? How do we get to that place? Because this this has got to be some of the hardest coaching that I think you do you you must have to do with people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and and I think it it does start in sometimes an uncomfortable place. Like I was saying earlier, that self discovery can be a little bit uncomfortable as we start to see these parts of ourselves that are labeled. You know, we label them good or bad or dark or um, or light and. And I think what what I encourage my clients to do and help them do through listening to their stories and asking them these deeper questions is start to see those parts of of them that they've they've been shoving to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, if if people if they're attracting people who are angry, we talk about their own anger mm-hmm. you know, and how they they you know and, and for the most part, they are people who think anger is very scary. Right, And so we begin to allow them to honor their own anger and move towards it and open that part of themselves up. Because 
there is this phrase that I love and it's not mine and, and I know that it's out there and you know it's definitely a, a, a phrase that's used a lot but it's what we resist persists so if we're yes. resisting honoring these parts of ourselves or even looking at them or even admitting that they're there um, that that's what's going to show up for us is situations that keep triggering that same part of our deep unconscious mind and so as and I've experienced this and it's just been so beautiful and so powerful for me and, and I love seeing it with my clients too is that as we begin to move towards these parts of ourselves and, and actually it's not just the dark parts it could be the part of ourselves that knows that we're, we're destined for this love yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah, I think you know we, it, we don't have to only talk about the, the, the dark we talk about no, success no. and happiness and so, a lot of people resist happiness <laughs> which right. is this you know, it seems so counterintuitive, but we do. But as we start to move towards those things, um, my clients and myself have experienced this as I, our lives, we become more balanced. And so mm-hmm. that people will be, that we begin to be attracted to and the situations that we're attracted to, they reflect that balance. Um, and, you know, I used to not have people people will always say, and this was me too, oh, I just don't have chemistry with that person, you know? <laughs> and I used to have chemistry only with the bad boys. And I yes, yes, I, yes. Well, just, they're, they're, I'm attracted to them. But for me, oh my gosh, it's so funny. Like now I'm so attracted to these just kind, gentle-hearted mm. men. And I never, I used to think that they were so boring and I would just like, oh, I just don't like them. They're not my type. But that can change, you know, as we become... Yeah. Um, in, back in balance with ourselves. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about type. We're going to talk about the type. You know, I don't know how many times that I have gone to either a workshop or a seminar and they said, write down on paper what you're looking for. But, you know, this is what I said to Heather during one of the breaks. My friends know me so well. So when my friend is in Arizona and, you know, getting ready to send me a postcard, do you think I'm going to get the postcard of the sky and the mountains and the sunset and the sunrise and this and that? No. It is a Harley riding the open road in the desert. That be me. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to talk about the type. Do you know what your type is? And how does Heather how does Heather help people with understanding their type? And do we even know if people look at us what they say about the type we are? Uh-oh. Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Ali Katz. Join Ali and Dr. Pat as Ali introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less. Live more. To learn more about Ali, visit livemoreradio.com. 
Are you interested in schools that inspire, excite, and encourage our kids to step beyond what they thought was possible? The Access Possibility School is enrolling now. Students in grades K through 8 are welcome to our virtual classroom. Classes start September 8th. For more information about the Access approach, teachers, enrollment, and what makes us different, visit accesspossibilityschool.com. That's accesspossibilityschool.com. Tune in to Prescience Life Radio with host Mia Simone. Mia is devoted to sharing her extensive knowledge on the invisible worlds of energy. Join Mia and discover the science of intuition and connect with your greatest gift. Start living in your potential today and every day by opening up to the power of inner knowledge. To learn more about Mia, visit presciencelife.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. You are not going to want to miss this event with Lynn Brown and Wendy R. Wolf. This workshop will open you up even further and challenge you to trust your heart and intuition. Learn directly from the energy of Ascended Master Lady Portia. Join Lynn Brown and Wendy R. Wolf Thursday, September 17th from 6 to 9 p.m. in Bellevue. To register or learn more about this event, email lynn at ruintuit.com or call 206-931-7356. Dr. Linda Salvin, metaphysical master, now bringing insight and metaphysical abundance to your living room with her spirit-filled candle line, Wicks of Wisdom. Dr. Linda's unique formulations of pure and powerful herbs, oils, and essences can assist you in love, luck, finances, health, and more. Wait till you experience the power of Wicks of Wisdom. Find out how these amazing candles can help you. See them now and order yours at lindasalvin.com or call 888-509-1077. Oh, boy. Yes. Thank you. And by the way, thank you, Heather, for that 30-minute session. That has already been, that that went rather quickly. Um, uh, for those of you out there, if you want to find out more about, first of all, the uh, Inner Circle Open Up to Love Coaching Program, six-month online, it's fabulous, fabulous. Go to heatherlynncoaching.com, and it's Lynn, L-Y-N-N, two N's. Yeah, thank you for pinging me and asking me to spell that out for you all. Heatherlyncoaching.com. Lots more uh, coming uh, your way from Heather. Lots of ways to work with her and uh, find the love that you deserve. Um, before the break, we were kind of like talking about, you know, a few things. And, and and then when we went to break, I had this idea. I think we need to know some do's and don'ts, okay, especially in the world of online dating. Some do's and don'ts. Uh, you know, for example, I'm looking across the room and I see somebody and I'm immediately in love. And then all of a sudden get to know the person, think it's the love of my life. And all of a sudden, they're not exactly who I thought they were. But the flip side of that coin is I still want to be there. And I would just like to get a sense from you. 
And as we step out here in this authenticity and belief, are there some do's and don'ts? Yeah, I think there are a few things that I always recommend people do. Um, and like, I don't, like I, my whole message is not to do dating tips. So it's, it's, a, it's just a different way to approach love and finding love. So I would absolutely, absolutely say show up as yourself and even to practice that on your profile. And, and I know that we've talked about that before. Yep. So for me, it, it's a personal opinion that I really think it's important to put your correct age, put recent pictures. Um, and I've shared this before, but I have a disability. So on my profile, um, when I have, a dis- I have my disability public on my profile because I really, I do believe 100% that someone will love you for exactly who you are. So why not show up? And, and what a freedom mm-hmm. that will allow you to have on that date mm-hmm. and in that relationship, knowing that this person knows who you are, at least these surfacey things, of course, they're going to keep discovering who you are as you get, get deeper into relationship. But at least at the beginning, you know that this is a person who, whose character is ready for your character. Um, so that would be the one, the first thing if, if you're online dating, especially. Um, but you can practice that even if you're not online dating. If you meet someone and they ask you a question and, and there's a part of you that wants to hold back or, or change the answer to make yourself look a little bit cooler or, um, you know, protect your status, I think take a risk and, and yeah. be as honest as possible. Yeah. Um, because if you are showing up authentically and you're really grounded in yourself, you know, doing the steps that we talked about today, then there really is no, there's no pull there. You know, of course you want that other person to like you, but you also will be so grounded in yourself that it doesn't necessarily matter. Right. Um, I think it's also really important to look for the good in the other person, you know, focus on, on what's good about them. Because if we go into the date looking for what's bad, all we'll see is the bad. And most people who show up in our lives, everybody who shows up in our lives has something beautiful to, to show us. And so, you know, go in with an open heart and an open mind and, and, and open to the possibility that love is possible. So that's where that faith and that belief can, can come in. And I think when I work with my clients, I really have them tap into what they want their partnership to feel like. You know, mm-hmm. you had said earlier listing qualities that they want that you want in another partner, but I don't focus so much on the qualities. What I focus on is how you want to feel in that relationship, um, because that's easier to recognize. Uh, and I think we can dismiss people if they don't if they're missing a couple of those boxes on our list. We can dismiss them pretty quickly, even if it feels like a good relationship. Like it, this person has a lot to offer, and and the connection is easy and. And it's an opportunity for us to to grow deeper with someone. Um, I think that feeling can be really, really more important than the list. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, how do you help people tap into that feeling? I know that, you know, we'll probably do a whole show around feeling, but how do we we pay attention to it? You know, I've heard so many people say, you know, I have a really good feeling about that. But I've also heard people say, oh, I don't really have a good feeling about this, but then go ahead anyway. How mm-hmm. much emphasis do we put on that feeling or do we need to get underneath it and understand it more? 
Mm-hmm. So what I, I work a lot with visualizations with, mm-hmm. with my clients and, and just having them close their eyes and picture themselves face to face with this partner and not, not necessarily looking exactly how they want him or her to look, although they could, but just really um, using our own imagination, which I, I truly believe is attached to our own hearts mm-hmm. um, as a way to begin to experience that feeling even when we're by ourselves so that yeah. we can walk through the world with that feeling. You know, it really is about self-love first, of course. Yeah. All, that's the foundation of all of my work is who are you and let's love that person. <laughs> let's yeah. let's teach you how to love that person so much that and with such compassion that you can navigate your romantic and, and all relationships from that that place rather than from pretending to be someone who you're not. Um, but I think tapping into that feeling ahead of time before you meet that person through visualization yeah, so that you can just live that, that way. And anytime you're feeling stressed out, you can go back to that feeling and, and just be really familiar with it. And like what you were saying, I think is our instinct uh, is so, it's so strong and yeah, it it's, is. it's different from like you were saying that doubt versus the instinct and for me it's the idea of bracing ourselves versus being in the flow that bracing is coming a lot of times coming from overthinking or overprotecting and we want to work with that too um and that the feeling of fear is different and don't you know i'm not saying to ignore that because i think that's so important to to heed those instinctual warnings that we have yeah Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, this is part of why, you know, if you've gone through a couple of difficulties in relationships, where you get some help. Because I have to tell you, most of the time, I can't see the forest for the trees. Thank goodness I've got Linda in my life because she can take a look at somebody and say, oh, honey, oh, honey, look a little closer. And, you know, I will say that this for for my best friend, Linda, she has never been wrong. Do you think to this day I even listen to her? I'm going to I'm going to really have to rethink that. But most of us really want to seek love. We just don't know how. And that's what you do, Heather. Thank you so much for all that you do. One last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? You can have love for exactly who you are. And and that all you need to do is find out who that is. Um, <laughs> and, and it's, it's easier than it sounds. Um, if, I think if you just ask yourself some questions and, and do what we've talked about today and reach out to me, I would love to help you uh, and support you on that journey. It, it does help to have a guide on the side through it, of course. I love that. A guide on the side. Mm-hmm. Heatherlindcoaching.com for those of you out there. Thank you so, so very much for tuning us in, turning us on. For more about us, go to the Dr. Pat Show, TransformationTalkRadio.com, TransformationRadio.fm. And if you've missed any part of this, this show will replay later on today. Make yourselves a great day. <laughs> 